This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Looks like Russia is turning back the clock. It's going to revive the Moskvich, a car that went out of production 20 years ago. And it's doing that because Renault pulled out of Russia over the war in Ukraine, leaving a huge assembly plant behind. And Russia is desperately trying to preserve thousands of jobs at that plant. And let's see what Russia tries to do. It nationalized all of Renault's assets, so it's got the tooling to keep on making what that plant was already making and just rebadged those vehicles under the Moskvich brand. That plant made the Duster, the Cap Tour, and the Arcana from Renault, and the Toronto from Nissan. But that also means it would be violating Renault's intellectual property. The Russians could decide to develop a new car instead, but that would take years and a huge investment. So the announcement it's reviving the Moskvich sounds more like PR spin than a real solution. Tesla is no longer taking orders for the Cybertruck outside of North America. Tesla didn't comment on the decision, but last week's CEO Elon Musk said, We have more orders of the first Cybertruck than we possibly could fulfill for three years after the start of production. So, it's not that surprising. It will now only accept orders from the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Production of the Cybertruck is scheduled to start next year. Wuling grabbed the top spot for electric cars in China when it launched the Hongguang Mini EV with a starting price of around $4,000. The little EV was an instant success, and Chinese consumers have gobbled up more than 700,000 of them. Now that it's firmly established at the top of the sales charts, Wuling is taking the brand a little more upscale. There's a new model called the Game Boy that offers four trim levels priced from about $8,200 to $10,200. The Game Boy is also slightly longer, wider, taller than the Mini EV, and it also has more power and more range. And while the Mini EV has been very popular with young women, The Game Boy is being targeted at young men. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Cadillac's first BEV, the Lyric, will officially start hitting customer hands this summer. That's for people who put in a reservation for the debut edition model, which features a 255 kilowatt or 340 horsepower electric motor that drives the rear wheels and a 100 kilowatt hour battery pack that provides an EPA estimated 312 miles or 502 kilometers of range. Official ordering for non-debut edition models with either rear or all-wheel drive starts on Thursday the 19th. Delivery of those rear-wheel drive versions will start this fall, while all-wheel drive lyrics won't arrive until early next year. They feature a second electric motor on the front axle, an estimated 500 horsepower, and a 3,500 pound towing capacity. 
Pricing for the Lyric with rear-wheel drive starts just under $63,000, while all-wheel drive is about $65,000. Both of those prices do not include destination charges or any incentives. But it will include two years of free charging at EVgo stations or $1,500 towards the purchase of an at-home charger. Thanks to a new short video put out by Chevy, we're getting a better idea of what the interior of the Equinox EV will look like. It's mostly dominated by two large digital display screens, one for the instrument cluster, the other for infotainment. But we also see it's going for a little more stylized shape to its side air vents, that it will have lots of storage in the center console, and lighting could play a bigger role on the dash and on the doors. Speaking of Chevy, it's adding a red line addition to the Bolt EUV lineup. The appearance package is available in black, silver, and white exterior colors. It also features a black and red Bolt EUV badge on the back, red accents on the mirrors, 17-inch gloss black aluminum wheels with red accents, and a black leather interior with red stitching. Chevy hasn't announced if the Redline Edition will be available for the regular Bolt EV, and it also hasn't revealed pricing yet either. But the current Bolt EUV starts around $34,500, including destination charges. Due to a recent rule change, prototype hybrid cars will be allowed to race in both the IMSA WeatherTech and the FIA WEC Series next year. And it's a move that's paying off with a lot of participation in the LMDH category. Automakers like Cadillac, Peugeot, and Porsche have already announced their plans to enter the series. And now Lamborghini is the latest. It teased this race car, its first LMDH prototype, which will debut on the track in 2024. The future of Michigan is extraordinarily bright. Um, we have such incredible assets, and I think more and more we're realizing how to put those together in a way that's going to help this state really help lead the nation uh, as we go forward. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Automotive suppliers just won a major victory at Stellantis. They were furious with changes the automaker made to their contracts which are officially referred to as terms and conditions. Stellantis wanted them to cut their prices, and it demanded that any manufacturing or engineering improvements they made to the parts and components they supply to the automaker would automatically become its intellectual property. Suppliers revolted over these changes, and Stellantis finally got the message. Last week, it let go its head of purchasing, Michelle Wen, and replaced her with a guy named Maxine Piquet. Yesterday, it announced it was dumping its new terms and conditions and going back to the old contract. And here's our Autoline Insight. 
It's extremely rare to see an automaker back down in the face of suppliers complaining. But Stellantis had to. Many suppliers simply stopped bidding on new business with the company, and since Stellantis buys 85% of its parts and components from suppliers, it had to give in. Google is rolling out Android Auto updates, which include a new interface. A split-screen mode is standard across all screen types and sizes, where you keep your most used features and don't have to return to a home screen or scroll through a list of apps. The new interface is built to adapt to any screen size in a vehicle. Google Assistant is more proactive and suggests replies to messages or even shares arrival time with friends as well as playing recommended music. You can also message or call a contact with just one button tap and reply to messages by selecting a suggested response. And while the car is parked, you can now watch video on the display screen. And in the future, you'll be able to browse the web on the screen and cast content from your phone to the vehicle screen. The updates will be available in the coming months. Nissan is formally launching the new Z car this week, and that's the topic on AutoLine After Hours. We've got Christian Spencer from Nissan joining John and Gary, and they'll be getting into all the details on this 400-horsepower sports car. But that's a wrap for today's show. Please like, comment, or subscribe. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.